Coot. Coot right through. Got a pass on to Brass, and Brass is it for the try. Oh, so easy. Nettie to Flannery. Flannery to Rickardson. Rickardson to Fletcher. Fletcher puts the arm up, and he goes over. Fletcher scores. Now it's one-way traffic. Williams has got the ball. Gets it on to Maloney. Sets himself. Kicks for Tupo. Tupo and Williams. Tupo! Mighty Cox took the trip up the M4 to Combank Stadium to take on the might of the Parramatta Eels. Well, we hadn't heard the rest of the beep of the E-tag until Joseph Sawali put one over the line. 6-0 Roosters. What a great start. Well, the Eels come back at us hard and strong. Offloads, rushing off the line of defence. And before you know it, they were playing with the strength and got over the top of us. Silky and Bells, I was out there. It was a terrific atmosphere. It was a great game. I thought we made a great account of ourselves. We saw the genius of Joseph Sawali. So much to look forward to. Coach Robinson, pretty calm in the press conference. Captain Teddy, we're going to talk about this, Bells. Looked a little agitated. Silky, what a week. Still a good result for the Roosters. So much to like, so much to dislike. Let's talk about it. Well, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to Roosters Radio. I'm Bush. A highly entertaining game of football, albeit not the right result. Um, and you're right. Roosters started with a brilliant try uh, early in the first five minutes to Suwali. But once again, a bit of ill-discipline. We piggybacked uh, Parramatta uh, up our end of the field, and uh, you know they responded quite quickly. Some really impressive performances by uh, quite a few of our players. I did note Trent Robinson not happy with the defence uh, in and around the ruck. I mean, it's pretty obvious Parramatta did roll through us. Bells will share the stats with us a little bit later on. But look, an enterprising game of football. I enjoyed the match. I didn't actually think we played that bad, to be honest. Um, but once again, another L in the column, and uh, there's plenty of work to be done. Well, boys, a big game of footy on Saturday night, wasn't it? Very fast. The tempo was, um, you know, I think there was two tries scored in the first nine minutes, and obviously great to get that first try. I was actually on Sawali, so first try scorer. Clap, clap. Well done. Well done, Nice, Bells. nice flick pass from Manu in the corner, but... Um, as you mentioned, Silky, there were some big performances. Um, you know, the boys, Lindsay Collins, I thought he had a fantastic game. Um, and also I thought Angus had a great game as well. I thought he came back really well in the second half and obviously earned him a Blues jersey in the State of Origin side, which is fantastic to see another rooster in there. But the second half, we did a lot better than the first half. Um, what was the atmosphere out there, Bush? Uh, I believe you were there at the game. Bells, it was outstanding. I've got to be honest with you, it's probably the premier stadium in Sydney. It reminds you so much of Suncorp. We know we've had the pleasure of getting around a bit, watching some games. Phil, just the the electricity felt like 100,000 people there. There were 21,793 supporters there. They put a good show on. The lights for mine are in your eyes too much. So hopefully at the SFS when we get our own home ground, it's an improvement. And, you know, it's very hard to improve Combat Stadium because it is dynamic. It's unbelievable. But... 
I think the exciting thing for Roosters fans to look forward to come September versus Souths, we'll be telling our own story in our own home ground. It'll become our own fortress. Bells as well. I spent the night out with a couple of para fans. Just want to give a shout out to the uh, Singleton cow farmers, uh, Jared Ryan, Joey Ryan, of course, Sheree Capard and Shane Brumby. Great crew. And we had a great night out of there, courtesy of Pat Brown from Corporate. So, uh, you know, special shout out to Patty and uh, and, our, and our lads. Well, I know you could definitely hear the para fans through the TV. Uh, I was up at East Leagues uh, hosting up there. But just a couple other mentions I want to give, Bells. I thought Siwa Takiaho wound the clock back. Mm. He was at his barnstorming best. And uh, also the left centre, Billy Smith, who's going to be our guest on tonight's show. I, I dare say that was probably the best performance he's put in in, in the Rooster Jumper in, in the past few years. Obviously, Billy's had a wretched run with injuries, and uh, hopefully he can, you know, put a few first grade games back to back. And I thought we saw the best of Billy Smith there uh, last Saturday night. Echo that, Silky. I was sitting on the sideline where he hit Penasini. I'm going to ask him about it when he comes on. You could hear the clunk. It was a real solid flesh on flesh rugby league hit. You would have heard plenty of that in your days as a ball boy, I suppose. Absolutely. When you when you're on the sideline, like it's a it's a it's a great sound and an awful sound. Like you know, it's it's actually almost frightening. It was just a slap. Bone rattler. They yeah, call them. it was a bone. It was, and it was good to see. And his tempo of his game was really, really good. Look, I think we um, pushed too many passes. I think we dropped too many balls. We didn't keep it simple in some some areas. And then rushing off the line of defence. You know, our defence is what we're known for. Um, let ourselves down. But that's just a critique from a fan sitting on the outside in. I would say to you, there's some real positive. We were good with attack when we were good. Yeah, we were good. Couldn't agree more. When we were bad, we were bad. And that was the frustrating thing. We kind of got a handle on it. Then we retracted. Then we got a handle on it. And we retracted. It was almost like someone had a rubber band on us. Every time we tried to run forward, we'd be pulled back with a penalty, ruck infringement, drop ball, or an error. We, we had too many errors. Yeah, well, Bush, in the second half especially, we had six errors in the second half. So mm. it, way too many. But um, also what... Robbo mentioned, you know, in the press conference, we lost the ruck. And a couple of weeks ago, I noted on that that we just couldn't wrap up. I can't remember who we were playing, but it just seemed that we couldn't wrap them up. And Canberra it was, and they were just kept getting offloads off. And it was like that on Saturday night as well. I mean, they did play outstanding. I think, you know, they played a great game of football, Parramatta. But I just feel like we've got to get them to the ground and wrap that ball up. I think it's easier said than done. I mean, Sean Lane was running – look – we know that the opposition game plans to send their big men down Sammy Walker's side, right? Sean Lane did a great job of doing that on Saturday night, and he's a big body, and he's a bit of an offload. Like, you know, they're coming out the back, they're, you know, round the corner passes. Let's be frank, I think Parramatta's first 40 minutes was probably the best 40 minutes of football I've seen uh, this year uh, across any club side. So, uh, and, and I think they'd agree with that too. Like, they were almost faultless. I think East uh, completed, and Bells, you've probably got the numbers in front of you, but I think they completed about... Uh, 81 or 83 percent i think we had one drop ball in the first half and i dare say Parramatta didn't have one so look when when a team's kind of just you know the driving was through you the, it's hard was to it's it's yeah the momentum that's right it's hard to it's hard to stop so uh we were able to do that in the in the second half and we actually won the second half six nil but back to your point i guess bells that it was the offloads that hurt and and then to factor in was also the change of direction, and that hurt us big time. Yeah, and we lost both Butcher Brothers, you know. I mean, a lot of fans are out there on chat rooms and forums and all sorts of different things putting out some frustration. We're now out of the nine, and, you know, there is no need for panic. We are halfway through a football season. Yes, we're a couple of points out of the eights, and George are just in front of us on the ladder. This team will get the combinations going, but you know we're also through an origin period, so there's a lot of factors that they're not excuses. We need to we need to stand up and, and bring the next player in. And it's fair to say it's been a pretty wretched draw. I mean, we've Absolutely. played the the top 
four sides, you know, Parra twice, then Melbourne and Penrith. Six times. You know, so it hasn't been a, a good draw for the for the boys at all. Well, Silky, we spoke after the game. You said something key that I think all Roosters fans need to uh, probably agree with. We've left eight points on the table this year. We should have beaten Canterbury. We should have beaten Canberra. We probably should have had Melbourne and, and got over the line, just snuck in there. there. And we put a great performance against them. And we should have beaten St George and, and, for that matter, Newcastle in the first game. So there's 10 points on the table. You put that 10 points back on our ladder and we're leading the comp. So we weren't far away. We should have won those games. So we've just got to string together some consistency and some belief. I think the break this weekend has come at a good time. I think the boys, you know, they'll have a break while, you know, we get to watch um, another great game, State of Origin. But I think the break will be great. And also, I believe they're having a three-day camp at the beginning of August. So they'll really come together in that. They always come off the back of those camps firing, you know. Robbo's fantastic at bringing them together. And so I think the breaks come at a really good time. Yeah, I think you're right, Bells. Look, I don't know if I'm reading into things, but it just seemed, you know, Bush touched on it earlier, uh, Teddy seemed to have a bit of frustration seeping through, you know, in the, in the press conference. In I the did, game, too. I did see a couple of instances where there's a few shakes of the head. And, you know, obviously there's frustration on the players' side because just things aren't clicking. So I, I do agree um, probably the break is coming at a good time. But, look, just on a positive, I've got to say, Satili Tupanua's try. Mm. The way that that play was set up with the the, the Sammy Walker short ball and T- Satili running through that guy. Like that was beautiful rugby league. Yeah. So look, you know, hole. yeah, can, exactly right. Oh, I mean, we tried one later in the, on in the game. The pass kind of was a little bit on high behind him, but there's a couple of instances in the game where um, we, the boys may have chose a, a wrong option, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll never know. But you know, there's a couple of opportunities that maybe that we we could have taken that we didn't, and uh, you know, that's why we're. Uh, we're here looking back at the game as uh, another loss, I guess. Yeah, well, look, I could put it down to one thing. Just from a fan's perspective, I don't think anyone's taking control of our game. I think we've got too many people we're relying on. It's give the ball to Teddy. Then Sawali comes in. And then I think what's got to happen, if I can be honest and critique him, when Luke Keery's there, he's in control of the game. There's no question. And we missed him uh, sorely for that control. Sammy Walker's young, but he needs to step up and say, hey, this is my team now. I'm going to take control. Because there's too much, is it Hutcho, is it, is it Kiri, is it Teddy, is it Joey Mano? It feels like there's four people controlling the game, and I reckon there's too much control, and that's a honest, respectful critique. Someone's got to grab it by the horns. Cooper Cronk, it was pointed out to me uh, on the weekend, just over a quiet ale after the game, that Cooper Cronk ran that side around the park with one arm in a grand final. Yeah. And they talk about, and this is from a couple of para fans who I uh, had to f- listen to all night, <laughs> But uh, they made a good point, and I said, yeah, right. They said, you're just missing a bit of a controller. That's not to say that they're not playing well. It's not to bag them. It's to say, someone take control. I think that's a pretty fair appraisal, Bush. We're on Roosters Radio, and when we come back, our special guest, Billy Smith. Well, Roosters fans, as you know, we love talking to this man. He's been in the side. He burst onto the blocks, and then a couple of injuries tried to hold him down. Well, hold him down, no way. He said no to that. He recovers like nothing else, Silky. And I tell you what, you think he was a cyborg the way he hit Penasini the other night. Penasini's changed his last name, so Billy Smith forgets who he is. I can tell you right now, we're so excited to have this young man back on. He's a great friend of the show. And Billy, welcome to Roosters Radio in 2022. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it being on again. Firstly, Billy, congratulations, mate. Exceptional performance, I think, personally for you on, on Saturday night. Mm. I'd go as far as to say probably the best game I've seen you play uh, in the Roosters Jumpers. Your thoughts on your own game? 
Um, yeah, obviously a disappointing result uh, not to get the win, mate. It's kind of been the story of our last few weeks, I suppose. But yeah, always always good to just uh, get through a game, I suppose. And I, I had a really had a really clear mindset going into the last few weeks of footy, eh? just to um, yeah, really attack the game. I think that's really really helped my game. So. Um, obviously, yeah, again, disappointing about the result, but again, good to just, um, yeah, good, good to get back to playing some good footy again. Mate, we'll, we'll touch on the game a little bit later, but just to kind of follow that up, you know, you've, you've basically forced your way back into the side. Is is the, the goal now, you know, for the rest of the season, into the finals, make that left-hand centre spot your own? Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, you know, I'm a natural left-hand sided player and centre's where I want to be, and... Um, I know Robo Robo thinks that as well. So yeah, no, I just need to keep performing, keep training as hard as I can, and keep playing as hard as I can, and yeah, do what's best for the team at the end of the day. Um, and if I can do that, um, yeah, I'm confident. I'm confident I can do my job and do my job well at the left centre spot. Billy, as Silky just mentioned, it was a great game on Saturday night. Uh, just sitting back on the lounge and watching it, it seemed like a really fast game. What was the speed like and the tempo out there? Yeah, it was. I mean, there were there were a few stoppages, obviously. Um, with the tries late in that first half, but it was a really up tempo game. Um, yeah, lots of uh, the the ruck was the ruck was was pretty quick. So my body was feeling it after I can tell you that much. Um, but no, again, it was it was good. It was a good fast free flowing game of footy, um, and I could really feel that on the field. And yeah, even watching it back, you kind of don't realise the speed of the game until you kind of sit back and watch it. Um, but no, again, it's two two top quality sides, I suppose, going at it. Um, and yeah, it's good good for the fans. Billy Silky touched on your own form, and I honestly uh, echo those thoughts. Uh, we just saw you go to a new level on uh, Saturday night. Tough opposition. They were absolutely on fire. Like us, they came to play. It was a terrific game. I was actually out there and watched you put a hit on uh, Penasini, which, mate, you, you know, I've seen you do that many times before, but you just seem to up your gamer levels. Anything you've changed or something you've done with your game that's different? Um, yeah, I kind of touched on it before, to be honest with you. I've... I'm, I've always been a been a big fan of Robbo, but over the last month or so, he's just given me a, a real simple game plan. Um, just simplified my game a lot, and for me, that's 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 been a real bonus. Just heading into games, being really clear on on, on what my role is, and um, keeping it simple. And I suppose that's just being really strong in defence and carrying strong out of the backfield. And if I could just nail that, then then yeah, I'm happy. So again, that's probably um, yeah, my be my biggest focus heading into the last couple of games. Like yourself, uh, you know, young Joseph Sawali, who's uh, standing on that wing there, you know, he's come through like yourself as a very, very talented schoolboy. Do you marvel at some of the stuff that, you know, some of I mean, you've got Joey Manu. I mean, do you, do you look around as well and go, wow, I've got some real talent here and you're obviously executing off the back of that? Yeah, I've been, um, yeah, again, I've been admiring guys like Teddy and Joey for a, for a long time. And obviously seeing young um, Joey Sawali uh, go at it in first grade, over the last couple of months has been has been pretty cool to watch and just yeah playing off the back of him and and just seeing how much of an athletic beast he is man it's just yeah it's impressive I tell you what. So Billy, take us to Combank Stadium Saturday night. Big first half from the Eels. We were down twenty six to twelve. What does Robbo say in the sheds to um you know you came out and had a great second half kept them to nil. What was Robbo's message at halftime? Yeah, we just kind of needed to get back to our basics in, in defence. We kind of lost our lost our way a little bit, as I mentioned before. Um, the rock was the rock was blown um, from kind of start to start to finish of that first half. So we just needed to tighten the line up and control that rock a bit more. Um, so I think we did that, but then it kind of turned in the second half. Our attack kind of um, 
yeah, we lost our way in attack. So, yeah, again, it's been, been kind of the story the last month of footy for us. But um, I'm really confident that, um, yeah, that this team can can go the full way. We just need to uh, start stringing some games together. Mate, you, you talk about the tightening of the ruck, but on, honestly, when we were watching the game, particularly the first half, Para had all the luck. They were throwing it around like the Harlem Globetrotters. Like, mm. you know, Madison's picking them up off his bootlaces and then someone else is throwing it around the corner. I, I mean, they were great tries. Like, let's give credit where credit's due. And, and I just don't think you can defend uh, against it's attack hard. like that, right? Absolutely. So. So when Para do score a couple of quick ones like they did, Billy, what does Teddy say to you behind the goalpost there? Yeah, it's just uh, it's it's that mind it's that mindset of just um, stopping everything. Like, uh, yeah, do whatever it takes to stop to stop tries, and that's just Teddy's message. Teddy leads by example, and if you ever see him play a game of footy, he's just always moving. So that's just the message: just to keep moving and stop anything you can. Um, so, yeah, again, you're right. They were, they were throwing some pretty silky stuff at us. But, yeah, again, we're going to we're gonna cop more of that when you come against top side. So mm-hmm. you need to be able to defend it. And that's that's the biggest message is just keep moving. And, yeah, do whatever, do whatever it takes to stop those sort of tries. Billy, post-match coach Robinson, uh, as is always, calm and articulate in the post-match press conference. How's the feeling in the camp? We're in unfamiliar territory out of the uh, out of the eight. Some of our fans have got so used to being in the eight, you know, and, and they, they get on Roosters forums and, and start panicking and everything else. What's your message to fans out there and, and what's the message coming through from Coach Robinson for you guys? Yeah, obviously um, not not position we wanted to be in at the halfway point of the year, mate, but there's I can tell you what, there's no panic in, uh, in our camp. We're really confident in the group. We're really confident um, in the players and the, um, yeah, so I guess, just, just stick with us, I suppose. Um, Absolutely, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna find our feet, and we're gonna attack the back end of the year, uh, mate. So, to be honest with you, I'm really excited about it. So, yeah, I'm keen to just start playing some more footy, consistent footy, and start winning some games. More importantly, yeah, I think Billy, one thing people we, we see this and we read this as we prepare for our show. One thing our fans have got to realise, and I've had plenty of pub talk, <laughs> cleaning pubs. It's what I do, and I talk to all the cellarmen and you know doormen and stuff, and I say, mate, you take three high-level, very experienced players in Radley, in Hargraves, in Kiri, out of any side. And you, you, if you but, took... Mate, we of, lost that Butcher, too, in the first well, half. The, the has been topping our, topping our tackle count, too. Ab- so. Absolutely. So, you know, it sort of has little connotations of last season. So it must be difficult to try and replace those guys on a week-to-week basis where you haven't got that consistency as well. Yeah, I suppose that, you know, they're, they're leaders in, in our group um, and high-quality players. But, you know, we also have a next man up mentality. You know, if whoever, whoever steps up to do the job, you know, we have faith in and the coaching staff have faith in them to do, to do a job properly. So, yeah, I know it, it does suck losing those guys and we're really excited to, to get them back very soon. But, again, you know, like things happen in rugby league and you have to adapt and overcome. Now, mate, you've got the week off this week, which uh, I'm sure you should all enjoy. How are you going to spend the, uh, the downtime? Mate, I'm actually going um, down south to play some golf with a few of the boys. So I've got my uh, polo on here. I'm about to uh, just go to the range and hit some golf balls so I can um, come in firing tomorrow morning. And what about the state of origin? Sunday night, obviously, a few of the boys. Uh, you know, great to see Angus get a call back into the side. You know, Lindsay, I love when Lindsay plays state of origin. He just comes back a better footballer. But, you know, where are you going to be watching the game? It's over in Perth. Mate, I'll probably be ducking down to the, uh, my local Chloe Hotel. Um, oh. My godmother runs a ship down there, so we're on a good show for everyone down there. So, yeah, it's a little shout to her, but get down there and, uh, and support her. 
Actually, we give it a little plug to uh, your godmother, mate. You want to just name it, name her and shame her because she's so good to us on Roosters Radio and Junior League in general. Well, Bush will be down there. And just the community. So, uh, yeah, we're going down there to host. It's a terrific night. But if you can give her, just name and shame her for us, Billy. Yeah, Megan Runo. <laughs> no, ask for a name of the door. She'll sort you out. Free drinks on ice. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it, Megs. You're under pressure now. Your godson said so. Well done, mate. <laughs> Billy, we've got so, so much belief in you guys. It's so nice to hear about the man up, uh, you know, the man up mentality. It's so nice for our fans to hear that, you know, you guys have got full faith. I think it's easy to sit on the sideline and, and wonder what's going on. You're in the inner sanctum. The way you're playing is exceptional. You're representing exactly what we believe in. We believe in you guys. We believe in our success in the future. We also believe it's only halfway, Mark. No need for panic. We also believe, mate, you're a great friend of the show and long may that continue and your form. Thanks so much for spending time on Roosters Radio. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Welcome back to Roosters Radio. Well, boys, what a fantastic interview that was with Billy Smith. Such a great young kid and such a big future at the club. I just can't wait to see him progress and perform over the next few years in the red, white and blue. Yeah, I, I love that he's a local, Bells. I know he played a little bit of junior footy in the South District at Juniors. Um, and, and you know what? He is a Roosters junior. Um, you know, went to Scott's College and that pedigree silky, you can't get better. So he's homegrown. You know, his, mother, his godmother runs the Cloverly Hotel. I mean, you just can't get better credentials. Well, Bush, speaking of the Clovelly Hotel, uh, we'll be hosting there this Sunday night. Obviously, no NRL games for our Roosters this weekend. They've got the bye, but there's a big game of rugby league over in Perth, New South Wales, taking on Queensland. Plenty of Roosters uh, will be in action, and uh, Bush, me and you will be hosting at the Clovelly Hotel. How good's that going to be? Yeah, Silky, live screens, big jugs, passing competition, great food, you name it, it's all happening, courtesy of Megs and the team down at the Clovelly Hotel, and... You only just heard Billy Smith there give a bit of a rap, so get down there, Roosters fans. Well, you'd want to be quick, Bush, because uh, there's only limited tables and they were going very fast. So if you do want to book a table, uh, you want to head over to clovellyhotel.com.au. But it's, uh, yeah, great venue to watch the footy. Yeah, or nine six six five one two one four. ask for Megs. Now let's turn our attention to what is on this weekend. Rep round, Bell, something close to your heart and something you have an expertise in is the women's state of origin. Oh, look, I'm really looking forward to this weekend of rep footy. It'll be cold down there on Friday night, but um, excited to watch a few of the red, white and blues go around for New South Wales. And it's always a great game of football watching the girls play. Um, you know, it's it's like what we've mentioned before. It's 80s football, big hits, offloads. It's just going to be a fantastic game and the blues are going to get up for sure. Silky, something close to your heart. You love watching them come through. We've got the under-19 state of origin. We've got, you know, the internationals, the Pacifica. You've got New Zealand and Tonga. You've got Papua New Guinea and the Fiji and Bati. You've got the Cook Islands and Samoa. I mean, there's a plethora of games this weekend. Bells is even a game with Lebanon, Malta. But Silky, uh, you know, it's going to be a nice weekend of football. There's still plenty of games for fans to watch. Absolutely right. And look, there's nothing better then uh, I, I love this round of football because, you know, the, the Pacific nations, they love throwing the ball around. It's worth noting, I think it's over 50% of our players in, in grade at the moment are of Pacific Island descent. So, uh, you know, as they keep improving, you know, Tonga are knocking on the door to become a, a Tier 1 rugby league nation. Absolutely. And, and just to see their lineup. I mean, wow, what a, what a great side they've got. And I actually think they'll beat New Zealand. So uh, I'm going to predict a, a bit of an upset there. Wow. I think Tonga will beat New Zealand on Saturday. 
There's going to be some great games and big crowds, boys. They pull really big crowds to these games and just great atmosphere out there. I'll tell you, look, if you just look at some of the matchups, so obviously we touched on uh, New Zealand take on Tonga. But the other big matchup that I'm looking forward to is the PNG Kummels taking on Fiji Barty. You know, these guys, like, I love the way Justin Olam plays. When you got 13 of them just running, like like they run through a brick wall. Like I would hate to tackle any of those PNG uh, Kummels. Oh, don't you know, worry about tackling. What about taking the winger in? <laughs> oh, what about winger in? They absolutely bash the hell out of each other. Oh. And and look, and, and Fiji, with the amount of players that they've got um, playing absolutely. first right now, Kikau, um Mike Acevo, Ravalawa from St. George. Mate, they're, they're a pretty handy side, our own Kevin Naguama. So, you know, that, that'll be it. They're just, they're just entertaining games. Well, boys, let's not forget it is international round, but we also have another massive game on Sunday night. New South Wales taking on Queensland, the Maroons. What are your score predictions? Queensland will win. I just think they look too good on paper. I hate to say it, but I would never throw money on, on uh, Queensland, but I just think on paper... I think, you know, the fact that they won in New South Wales last match, I think they'll be buoyed by that. I'm expecting uh, a big game from our own very own Lindsay Collins, and I think they're going to win and maybe maybe win quite comfortably. I reckon they might win by 13-plus, Queensland. Yeah, I hate saying it, Bells. Out of, uh, you know, our heart is with New South Wales, and we hope we can get over, and we hope we're proven wrong. I hope this time next week you can say you guys are wrong. But I just think Queensland looked too sharp under Billy Slater. I think there's been too many changes in the New South Wales side. And if I'm being honest, my money would be going on Queensland. Lucky I don't punt much. Well, I'm off you two. I'm staying solid. You guys are. You, I'm, I'm, I'm over you. Solid. I'm a New South Wales person. We didn't say we weren't solid. Win. We just said we were smart. <laughs> Look, seven changes to the Blues side. So if they're going to do it, they're going to do it this Sunday night. And I'm picking it's going to be tight. But New South Wales, 14 to 12. Wow. I like it. Yeah. Don't forget to throw Tonga and the Kummels in your multi. Well, that's it for a blockbuster episode of Roosters Radio. We'd like to thank our very special guest, the one and only Billy Smith. You've been listening to Roosters Radio. East, East to win. win. East know how to play the game. They play it hard and fair. East know how to win the game. They give more than their share. They're great to see in action. These boys are sure